after the Babylonians were defeated by the Persians, Daniel was taken to Susa, the capital city of the Medes and the Persians. And King Darius was the king. And he set set, uh, a hundred satraps over the kingdom. Those are like officials who are in charge of different places. And over those 120, he set three high officials. One of those three was Daniel. So, and of those three, he was the highest because the king could tell that Daniel was trustworthy and wise. Sounds a lot like Joseph again, right? Because God was with Daniel and Daniel was honest and God blessed everything that Daniel was doing. Daniel got tossed in the fire. It was he didn't want, actually want to do that. Well, that was the. Three. He wasn't even. Yeah, he wasn't one of the ones that was thrown. He wasn't one of the ones thrown into the fire. Daniel wasn't. Anyway. No, Daniel. A no, man his friends were. Fire, the just lion. wait. Just wait. The just, lion wait just wait. Just wait. Just wait. I know. So then, the high officials, who besides Daniel, they didn't like Daniel. Because the king liked Daniel, they were jealous of Daniel. So they tried to find some reason to get Daniel in trouble. But they couldn't find anything against him because he was trustworthy and he didn't do anything wrong. It's kind of like, you know, last night mom and I went to see Hamilton. And you might remember in that story, um, which is history, some people didn't like Hamilton and they wanted to find something they could use against him. And they did find things they could use against him because he wasn't perfect. He was a sinner. Well, Daniel was a sinner too, but these guys couldn't find anything against Daniel. So since they couldn't find anything against him, they said, you know what? There is one thing we can absolutely count on Daniel for. Every day, three times a day, he prays to his God. So since they knew Daniel always did this, they came up with a plan. They went to the king. And they said, oh, king, live forever. You're the best king. You know what you should do, king? You should make a law that whoever prays to any god except for you for 30 days shall be thrown to the lions. So this is the daddy with the lions. I know. Yay. I, knew, I, I was thinking it might happen, but... Yeah. So that's what they said. They, they, you know, back in those days, a lot of times kings would think that they were... Gods, and this King Darius listen to these people and their flattery. They're like, "Oh, you're the best. You're like a god. You're so great. Nobody should pray to anyone except for you for thirty days. And if they do, they should be thrown to the lions." So he agreed, and he signed it into law. Now, after Daniel knew that this law had been passed, he still went to his house, and he went and opened his windows towards Jerusalem to remember the promise God had made about Jerusalem and the temple and the place where Jesus would come. And he got down on his knees three times a day and gave thanks before God as he always did. So then these men came when they knew Daniel would be doing this and they saw him praying to God. And so they went to the king and they accused him and they say, didn't you make this law that anyone who prayed to any God or or any man within 30 days except you should be thrown into the den of lions? So the king answered, well, yeah, it stands fast. I can't get rid of this law. And they said, well, King Daniel, he praised his God three times a day. Now the king, when he heard these words, was very distressed and set his mind to deliver Daniel. And he labored all day to try to rescue him, but he couldn't get rid of the law. 
So these men came to the king and they said, King, you can't change the law of the Medes and the Persians once it's been established. So the king commanded. And Daniel was brought and cast to the den of the lions. And the king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve, continually deliver you. So the king didn't like Daniel. He didn't want to throw him to the lions, but he was kind of tricked. But partly he was tricked by his own pride and foolishness. He should have realized that that was a stupid law to make. But now he, he, he can't do anything about it. And so he's, he's hoping that Daniel's God can save him. So they put Daniel in with the lions and they put a stone over the mouth of the den of the lions. And the king sealed it with his own signet ring. So then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. That means he didn't eat anything. And he couldn't sleep either. So the king didn't eat anything and he couldn't sleep. And I don't know if he was praying. Probably he was. Maybe not to the true God. I don't know. But he, he, he was really hoping that Daniel was okay. And at the break of day, the king came to the den of the lions. And he cried out. And he was in anguish. And he said, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths. They have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him. And also before you, O king, I have done no harm. So the king was exceedingly glad. And he had Daniel taken up out of the den. And no harm was found upon him. The lions didn't hurt him at all because Daniel trusted in God. The king commanded that those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and they were thrown to the lions and also their families with their wives and their children. And before they reached to the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Now, I wouldn't say that that king should have done that. Those men deserve to be punished. Those men deserve to be punished. Did their wives and their children deserve to be punished? No. So the remember, like remember, we saw with with uh, Nebuchadnezzar how he overreacted when he was like, "Oh, but you guys have to worship me." S- same thing happened, right? He made that altar for for that or that that statue and told the people to worship that, and then he threw them into the fiery furnace. And then when he saw that God was in there with them and taking care of them, he was like, "Anybody who worships any other god will be put to death." And it was an overreaction. Right? Because he didn't really understand the true God or his grace or his love. So now this king, he sees that Daniel's God is the true God, but he also overreacts. He's angry at those men for what they did, which is right. They hated Daniel and they, what they did was motivated by jealousy and not by any kind of love for the king or the kingdom. But the king himself, all, his foolishness was a big part of what happened. He's the one who made the dumb law because he was flattered by, by what they said. And uh, he didn't need to kill their families. So then Darius wrote to all the people and he said, Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion people are to tremble in fear before the God of Daniel. He is a living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who saved Daniel from the power of the lions. So that... What he, the declaration he made to all the kingdom was good. He was telling them all, this is the true God. This is the God who has the power over all things, whose kingdom reigns forever. That's what we saw at Ascension, how Jesus went up into heaven. That's the kingdom that goes on forever and ever. With power over lions, with power over fiery furnace, with power over great empires, both of Babylon and of Persia, and later of Rome, and of all the kingdoms of the world. Greece too, but we don't have any stories during that time, like any Bible stories. 
the the books of the Bible that from are from the Old Testament, they stopped being written before the time of the Greek Empire, and then the New Testament books weren't written until the time of the Roman Empire. So there was nothing written during the time of the Greek Empire. But you know, God did continue to show that His kingdom extends forever, even during the time of the Greek Empire, because some of the Greeks came to try to destroy Jerusalem at one point, and uh, and uh, they they just, I think they did destroy the temple and they threw it down. But eventually, you know, God rebuilt it, and then He sent Jesus to be the true temple.